Welcome to this week's episode of Name of the Game podcast. This week we are going to be discussing being a vegetarian and being a vegan, all those sorts of diety things. And we've got a guest on, she is called Krish, and she's going to talk us through her vegan lifestyle. Chris, do you want to start off by telling us what you are? Are you a full vegan? Is that what you call yourself? <laughs> what you are? What are you? <laughs> My diet's 100% vegan. I'm trying to go vegan in other ways in terms of beauty products. And I don't buy any animal products clothing-wise, but um, I've still got clothes from before that probably have got animal products on them. I think some of my shoes and stuff, but generally I try and stay away from um, anything animal-based products-wise. But my diet is 100% vegan. That's really interesting, actually. I always forget about the product stuff sometimes, especially vegan-wise. Makeup's one that is a really easy one to turn a blind eye to. You're into makeup a lot, aren't you, Emily? I don't put enough thought into you know testing on animals and stuff like that but Krish what made you decide to be vegan? So I've been vegetarian my whole life ever since I was born I've been brought up vegetarian and I've always wanted to go vegan but I've never really made the full steps I was doing like one day a week a couple of years ago but you don't really see any changes from doing one day a week because you just go back to normal the day after so Mm. your body doesn't change your diet doesn't change and then I just sort of woke up one day and said I'm going to do it for a whole month and see how it is I did it for a whole month this was I think about two years ago and then just after that I felt great. I didn't want to go back to eating animal products. I just continued doing it. And then here I am two years later and I've not really given it a second thought. For you, is it to do with not wanting to eat the animals themselves or is it more to do with your religion or is it environmental issues or is it a whole kind of culmination of things? The main reason I started it was was for animal reasons I just couldn't once I realized that animals will get put, put through a lot of pain when they're producing um, milk for example I just couldn't bring myself to have any more milk or have any more animal it's always been an animal reason like core but there's also obviously so many environmental factors into going vegan and the amount of carbon emissions that go into producing um, meat the feed that animals have got to eat and all of that it's just such such massive impacts and if we were to just change to more of a plant-based diet it would have a massive impact on the environment. I remember watching a documentary called cowspiracy and I'm probably not going to quote it right but it was something like the amount of kind of carbon emissions produced from animal products is actually more than all of the transportation sector I think that's right you said that you pretty much went vegan like overnight you just woke up one day and went straight into it were there any struggles that you found with that like diet wise or how you were feeling in yourself your health um anything like that to be honest I sort of cut out um dairy based milks a while ago so it was just um cheese that I had to stop really because I don't eat I never used to eat eggs and I wasn't a big fan Mm. of yogurt so it was just cutting out cheese the first few weeks were a bit difficult and the first few weeks I did feel a little bit tired but I think once your body adjusts you sort of see the real health benefits you just got to sort of stick with it for a couple of weeks to see the true benefits of not being so tired anymore and also your skin and stuff gets so much better do you find that you put a lot more thought into what you're eating now that there's less options yeah definitely I mean I'm Indian so my diet is is quite vegan anyway our diet's quite vegan anyway Mm. so it's not too difficult in that sense but because you've got to do a bit bit more research into what you're eating you automatically become a little bit more healthier as well because you've got to sort of think I can't eat this but I can eat this and you just do a bit more research naturally because you're researching your food a bit more you tend to become a bit more healthier in your diet I mean not not saying that there's that becoming a vegan is automatically meaning you're more healthy because you can also still eat junk cotton but can also be a healthy meat eater it just sort of depends on what 
you eat. Have you ever encountered any really negative stigma? Like, have you ever felt, I don't know, like someone's looked down on you because you've said, oh, actually, I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan. Like, has anyone kind of made you feel like you're being difficult because of the way you choose to eat? I think I've been lucky. Um, generally, all my friends, I've got a lot of vegetarian friends anyway, so I've been quite lucky in that aspect. Um, but obviously, there's quite a big stigma surrounding. They seem to think that, that all vegans are sort of preachers and... I've never actually met someone that's preached to me to become vegan or vegetarian and I, don't, I never preach to anyone myself because it is ultimately your choice. It's your body, your life. I can't tell you what to do. But that doesn't mean you, could, you should shut your, yourself away from the potential benefits. You should always be open, I think. With the whole preachy thing, as a vegetarian, I've actually had more people preaching to me to eat meat than I've ever said to anyone to not eat meat. I kind of wonder if it comes from a place of slight internalised guilt, if anyone kind of like has any stigma against vegetarians or vegans, because I think there is so much more information out there now on the benefits, not just health wise, but for the environment. And I think people know that it's probably the more ethical thing to do is to be vegan or vegetarian. But because they don't want to give up their bacon sandwich, it's so much easier to be like, oh, why won't you just eat a fucking like bacon sarni sort of thing? You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. There does seem to be so, so much anger against it. And it's like some people are a bit too defensive and it's like, (laughs) eat the bacon sandwich. Just don't don't put it in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. How do you find like going out to eat? Would you say you avoid it a bit more because of your diet or does it not affect you in that way? To be honest, everywhere, I mean, it's 2020, everywhere's got options, even the mainstream chains. I mean, KFC did a vegan burger and they didn't even have a vegetarian burger before all that. So mm. everywhere's got options. And even if you think they've not got options, they're always quite accommodating because you can always take things out to staff. I mean, unless you're going to go to a steakhouse, I think you should be okay to eat. They're going to have chips or salad or something. Like there's so many options everywhere. I think the last couple of years, this has just really changed so much. You can eat anywhere. There is so much information out there now of like of the benefits plant-based diets and stuff have. So do you think there's social pressure at the moment to move to plant-based diets? I think there is a little bit because you see a lot of stuff online on social media, especially some of it can be a bit almost shoving down your throat. But um, if you think about the benefits, I mean, everyone wants to save the environment. The easiest way to do that is to change your diet a little bit. Like, I, I don't think we can expect everyone in the world to go vegan, for example. But if everyone changed to once a week or something, that's a 20% reduction potentially in emissions from your diet. Um, and think about the massive impact that kind of overall. So I think small changes is, what, is what's needed. And I think people just seem to focus a bit too much on, oh, I'm not going to go vegan. It's too difficult. But if you try and change your diet a little bit, there's so many, such a massive effect that could have. Yeah, definitely. I was reading an article the other day where it said that loads and loads of people are too afraid to even try and like lower their meat consumption or animal product consumption because they can't do it perfectly like they don't feel like they could commit 100% so don't even try at all when in actual fact we need like literally millions of people to be doing it imperfectly rather than just two people doing it down to a T. Yeah exactly if people change their milk for example or something something really small if you just have milk in your tea for example you might not even notice really small changes. Like you just said, then one easy, simple change is like just changing the milk that you put in your tea or whatever. You said that you used to be vegan for one day a week. Like what sort of top tips would you have for people who are just looking to even do the smallest amount? Like what are really easy changes? So so milk's really, really easy. 
and also just if there's a vegan option you could always buy that like for example like Hellman's do vegan mayonnaise all of Flora's range is um, vegan for example so there's loads of small things you could change I've changed it in my household for example like, I've got a big household they're not all vegan but I've started buying Flora butter and everyone just uses that and there's loads of vegan cheat options as well so like Oreos for example they're not labelled as vegan because they're made in a factory that also handles milk but they actually are vegan because there's no, da- no dairy products in them I know about Oreos so that's like the only treat you could eat that we used to get in the tea yeah. <laughs> But there's, there's loads more stuff now as well like i think all of them um, mns is percy pigs i think they're all vegetarian now yeah they are oh i bet you're glad to hear that emily <laughs> yeah she, well, she used to bring percy pigs to school every day yeah i had to um before i went veggie i did have to check mns did veggie percy pigs um deal breaker for you that was a deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> find there's a lot of vegan or veggie substitutes that actually taste better than the meat alternative anyway like I love a good Linda McCartney vegan sausage like mm. so good I suppose like the difference for you as well Chris is you you've always been vegetarian so you've never known anything different like with that in mind do you ever get tempted to try meat or to go back to like having some cheese or some chocolate or anything like that so with regards to meat never just because I've never tried it I don't know what meat's yeah. so I don't think that's ever going to appeal to me with the dairy side I think it's just certain types of cheeses so like cheese is really difficult to replicate anyway because all the vegan cheeses they're pretty much rubbish like some of them are okay mm-hmm. um, but most people just stay away from them but like you can't replicate like a halloumi cheese for example mm-hmm. um, or like paneer as well you can't really re- replicate that as well and that's obviously quite a staple in Indian cooking so sometimes I miss that but then I just sort of reset myself to thinking why I'm doing this and the benefits of me having you know a cheesy pizza versus the animal suffering of far far worse so do you have to do that like have reality checks like is there a video that you have to go and watch or something like that or are you quite good at just like telling yourself now I think I'm quite good at telling myself I think I've just over time I've just become more and more accustomed to it used to it and just realize I can't go back and unless it's a, a very very important health reason that I have to go back and I can't see that ever happening I'm pretty much going to be vegan forever I think. And has like the changes you've made has it affected your family how they eat at all or friends or anything like that? Most of my friends are quite accommodating so they always want to make sure that I can be fed wherever we go so sometimes we go to like vegan restaurants and they're always willing to try stuff and actually some of my vegetarian friends even some of my meat friends actually do prefer sometimes vegan options because you can get really really tasty stuff if you go to the, mm. the correct places. End up buying less snacks because a lot of snacks are for me anyway snacks are quite sugary and chocolatey and if it's stay away from those because they're not vegan it just means generally being a bit healthier. I feel like that would be my main I love a snack my snacks are like chocolate digestive and cheese strings <laughs> like very <laughs> very non-vegan although I don't know how much milk is actually in a cheese string like is it even cheese I don't know but <laughs> you used to not eat cheese Emily you were scared of it for years oh yeah yeah I used to it for a solid three years <laughs> Like you did that, you could go back. But you know what? The way the world is going with all these alternatives, I'm sure give it a few years and there'll be like mm. some vegan digestives and things like that. They'll, you know, it's like the waiting game. Yeah, loads of places are making their recipes vegan. So I think Pret announced this morning that all of its pastries are going to be vegan from now because it's such a small change for them to oh, make. Wow. But they'll win. They'll win so many customers that way. Like I said, yeah. if you think about purely from a commercial level, if you're not catering to vegan customers, you're missing out on a massive, um, massive market base and loads of money, potentially. Yeah, definitely. I think it definitely is a commercial 
thing now and mm. like even if you look at um veganuary like that's grown so much the past couple of years and it really does seem to be like a media fight between like who's got the like best and most exciting option and they all say like oh it'll just be for veganuary but if you look at like greg's they've got their vegan sausage roll out now which I genuinely think was revolutionary for them like I don't know yeah. <laughs> like honestly because like before that I just wasn't really going Greg's because there wasn't a different option there for me and like you said with KFC with their vegan burger and stuff like I really think that's put them ahead of the likes of like McDonald's and Burger King because a Burger King bought out a veggie burger that's cooked in chicken fat or whatever um <laughs> and like McDonald's have a veggie burger but it's like a bean burger rather than yeah. like the fake meat type thing so like what's your stance on like fake meat products are you a fan or this is the funny one because a lot of my vegan friends are not fans, but I actually quite enjoy them. Um, I think if they if they taste good, the ones that are tasteless, obviously they're not they're not so great. But the ones that taste good, I know people are like, oh, they're trying to replicate meat. Why do you want to eat fake meat? But it's it's about the, the flavors it can sort of infuse with things because some of them are really really good at taking in flavors. And it's not it's not meat at the end of the day. So I don't know what the big deal is with someone who doesn't eat meat enjoying those sort of things. No animal's been harmed making that, so I don't see yeah. how people should be preaching. Yeah, I think. That is also something that comes from me as like, oh, you won't eat meat, but you'll eat like a replica of me. And it's like, yeah, what is your point? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Like, I didn't necessarily stop eating meat because I despise the taste or whatever. Or like, with you, you've never known the taste. So why would you not have something that could taste something like meat? But you don't, like, you won't even know the difference, like whether it tastes authentic or not. No, I think that is everything. Thanks, Krishy. Thanks for having me on. So I am a vegetarian. So I think I went veggie. Oh my God. I think it's nearly five years ago now, you know. It was just because, so obviously, as you know, we used to work at a farm. I think before my lunch break one day, I did um, lamb feeding. And then I also like went into the little chicken hut and like saw these like baby chicks be born and then I went on my lunch break and mum had made me a chicken sandwich and I bit into it and like I literally felt sick and I was like oh I feel so bad like <laughs> I was like oh I don't know if I can eat this so I went home that day and I literally just said to my mom like I think I'm gonna try being veggie for a while and she was like what and I was like yeah I might just do it for a week and like see how it goes and if I struggle with things to eat then I'll go pescatarian but I just want to try it and she was like right well, me and my mum didn't eat loads of meat anyway like I was a bit fussy with textures so like I could only eat chicken breast like I couldn't eat you know the slimy fatty bits oh I was eating bacon I had to like burn it to a crisp because I couldn't eat any kind of fat I had to have like those really processed sausages like Richmond's I went back to uni so this was over the Easter holidays so then I went back to uni in my first year and then my flatmates all put bets on like how long I'd last and I think the longest was like five or six weeks Mm -hmm. the longest being a week and I'd actually already done two weeks so (laughs) this is how little faith people had in me and I think like those six weeks were the hardest I was like you know what I'm going to prove these a lot wrong and like at least make it past six weeks so that I was like well yeah I don't really want to eat meat again now and actually it's quite easy apart from like the odd night where I've been really drunk and tried ordering chicken nuggets 
I've not been tempted. <laughs> what is your dietary requirements? So I've always been a big fan of meat growing up. I'm still a picky eater, but I used to be a very picky eater. Mm. And like, you know, ham and cheese panini used to be my staple. I think a few years ago when the social issues behind animal food products kind of came into the spotlight, I definitely did some rethinking. Me and you used to work at a farm together and I still don't even think that really kind of, it didn't light a fire in me working at a farm I still didn't really get it because like don't get me wrong I don't have a problem with eating animals that's fine with me but the problem is how the animals are treated in regards to like the dairy industry and there's very few kind of like meats or dairy products that have come from a very truly ethical place like mm. they can say free range on them or organic or whatever you want to call it but if you look at the legal requirements for something like that like free range doesn't really mean free range it just means yeah like the cages are still tiny I think it was like when a documentary came out called Cowspiracy that I mentioned earlier and that also taught me about the, like the environmental kind of changes it really kind of kicked my ass into gear but I'm still very much on my journey to like becoming a vegetarian vegan um I'd say that I'm just a weak-willed vegetarian at the moment I really try at every opportunity so I drink alternative milks I have the alternative cheese I have the alternative meats and stuff they'll just be like occasionally if I'm out and a cafe doesn't have an alternative milk I'll still have a coffee I try and do it where I can but I do have like a massive internalized guilt now every time I have a meat product or dairy but product you stay there like weak willed but I think like Krish said there is no wrong with not going all out straight away like you've made those pretty significant changes and you're still doing your bit like yeah there's always more you can do but like I've said to you so many times before like there was a chat we had at work one day where we were talking about this and you were just like I don't think I can ever give up cheese and ham toasties and <sighs> like I said to you at the time I was like look is he even with the best will in the world I don't think you'll ever be able to go like make any of these kind of changes because you're so such a picky eater I think it just goes to show like you can do it like anyone can and I think you obviously got to a point where you saw that it's actually easier to make those changes than you first thought and it's kind of a, a thing of mind over matter and also ease as well I think like if people around you are doing it it's a lot easier I think it's made me consciously healthier because obviously when I'm trying to bulk out a meal for the lack of meat or something like an animal product I'm having to substitute that with vegetables that I just normally wouldn't go near so that's helped a lot one of the things that I have to be quite careful of that my doctor told me to be careful of is because I go through stages of being very severely anemic obviously a lot of the iron that I'm meant to get is from like eating certain types of meat yeah but there are so many new alternatives you know like you can obviously take the iron tablets but and like folic, folic acid kind of tablet type things but it's one of those things where like if I was to go 100% vegan I would have to be on it with my health I could be vegan and it'd be fine and like but I'd just have to be so careful that I was making sure I was ticking off all these groups that would stop me yeah. from falling into like an anemic kind of state as mm -hmm. it were I'm so irresponsible with that sort of thing that I don't trust myself just yet to like mm -hmm. to be responsible enough to take care of my diet I'm definitely doing it a very slow way I do eventually want to be vegan so I like obviously did another poll because 
it's me. So I just said to people, like, whether they think there's pressure to be vegetarian or vegan in society today. Not necessarily because I think it or anything, but I, I just thought it'd be interesting. Only 30% of people actually said yes. Whereas I then also asked whether people think there's a stigma associated with being a vegetarian or being a vegan. And like 70% of people said yes to this. I can't explain it, but I do get this weird embarrassment telling people that I'm vegetarian like if I'm on a date or like I'm chatting to a guy and they're like oh like what's your favorite pizza topping and I'm like oh veg (laughs) (laughs) and they're like oh are you vegetarian and I'm like yeah I do find a bit of dread behind it I find I, I definitely as like a new kind of veggie person like the thought of going to a barbecue makes me feel a bit anxious because I'm like I don't know I don't want to be that person that makes it awkward when I ask people like what makes it difficult um now that they've cut down on me or what is also preventing people from cutting down on me um so many people have said like they don't want to come across as fussy or they don't want to put pressure on others or um they eat it out of ease because like their families their families all eat meat so they'd be the difficult one by like having something different I don't know I just find it quite a sad reality that like that's what prevents people because I don't know why there is this stigma around it I do feel like veggies and vegans can sometimes be the butt of the joke like I remember a few years ago at university I went to an arts university and like there just tends to be a few more kind of airy fairy people there and like if you were a vegan art student it was like oh okay like you're a kind of spiritual (laughs) vegan like preachy type of person like you know the stereotype and um, there used to be a joke going around that oh how will you know if someone's vegan oh it's because they'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like it's a lot better than it was a few years ago I do feel like every single year that goes by it gets easier and easier to not feel embarrassed about having like those kind of preferences and I know that only 30% of people said there's pressure to be vegan or veg but you know what I see more and more people pop up on um, my social media kind of like timeline things with articles and like information and why you should be a certain way which you know like it's great to provide information you know is it a bit preachy maybe I don't know like I don't know what I enjoy reading those sorts of articles but I can understand why someone else wouldn't want that popping up on their feed sort of thing but I do feel like with the new information out there and the fact that we are in an environmental catastrophe we are in major trouble I do feel like that should light a fire in some people to feel like they just want to make some small changes to help out when I became veggie it was from an emotional perspective for me like that's what triggered it but actually the more I researched into it and the more around like sustainable diets and that kind of thing I realized like how bad it actually is for the environment how bad it can be for your health and that kind of stuff as well so without being too deep it is a bit of a journey with like the reasons behind it and why it why it can be so good I'll tell you something I do have a little funny anecdote (laughs) so when I was working on a film called everybody's talking about Jamie I was the editorial trainee and part of that job was occasionally to like go and get the lunches and coffees and stuff the director was a vegan and had been a vegan for five years and what they requested for lunch that day was like aki poke bowl like a Hawaiian Hawaiian type thing And he, of course, you know, asked for the vegan option. 
and then the other people in the room there was like a few veggies and then there was like a few meat eaters and like one person asked for like turkey or fish or something I don't know um so I went and got all the ackee bowls and they were all labeled on top as to what they were so I bought them in and put them on plates and like took them into like the edit suite and gave them to the director and the editor and all of that and went back and sat down at my desk and started doing some like work on the film and then I just hear this like I don't know blood curdling scream from like the edit room and I'm I'm like oh my god (laughs) and it's the director and he's like oh my god no I haven't eaten meat in five years and I've just bitten into meat and I was like oh my god in my head I was like oh my god did I did I give him the wrong thing like in my head I was like saw my career flash before my eyes I was like oh my god I've just fed fucking director of this feature film like me in his acubol and it turned out it wasn't my fault and he was like after a few hours he saw the humor in it but it turned out it was just a, a mistake on the restaurant's part. Like they'd, gotten, oh, so they'd labeled it wrong. They'd labeled it wrong. And there's nothing I could really do because am I meant to go like fishing around in people's lunches to make sure it's fine <laughs> or whatever? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, absolutely mortified. And I just felt so bad because can you imagine, Emily, if you've like for years and years and then you accidentally take a bite and like. Do you oh, like- no, don't. Because when me and my family were in New Zealand, I ordered like this veggie lasagna or something. And like I was eating it and I was like, Mum, this tastes like me. <laughs> and literally I had tears in my eyes and she was like, like all my family were like fishing through my dinner to try and figure out whether it was fake mints or real mints. And everyone was like, I just don't know. And mum was like, Look, let me ask. So then the waitresses and waiters like took it away. They examined it in the kitchen. They were like, Oh no, like it is just veggie mints, but it tasted so like me. I was literally in such a panic. And I was like, I feel awful, like blah, 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 blah. Would you rather know, though? If you accidentally took a bite of meat, would you rather know? I'd rather know. I'd rather know, I think. you heart-wrenching. Because <laughs> I know there was nothing I could have done about it, because like, at the end of the day, I ordered the veggie option, like, whatever. But my mum was just laughing at me afterwards. She was like, oh, my God, I literally thought you were going to have a meltdown. I was like, I thought I was too. <laughs> it isn't a nice feeling, like, that dread that you have eaten meat, like, the first time in ages. So, like, another thing I looked into was, like, whether there's, like, a, like, public opinion of, like, a veggie or vegan diet being expensive. And this was pretty much 50-50, to be fair. I think there are certain vegan and vegetarian products that are capitalising and therefore it makes it appear to be a very expensive diet. Because, obviously, it's on the, uh, it's up and coming as a diet. There Mm. are companies that are jumping on it and charging more because there's this new whole audience, right? So, like, boxes of tofu that are branded or boxes of jackfruit which is another meat alternative they can be really fucking expensive compared to chicken and stuff right but it never used to be hopefully it will calm down but I think people forget that like a lot of being vegan or veggie is having the vegetable substitutes and vegetables are not expensive they're just Mm. not and like if you're finding that your supermarket has expensive fruit and veg it's also a good opportunity to maybe support some local businesses or markets obviously stand-up markets might not be a good thing at the moment because of covid but there are always cheap ways to do it it just might take that a little bit more effort which i think people don't want to do the more convenient ways of being veggie and vegan probably appear to be expensive but actually there are ways to make it just as cheap or cheaper than meat consumption 
every supermarket now is creating their own veggie alternatives. So in competition with like corn and those like big brands, like supermarkets are doing their own. So like even Aldi have their own fresh veggie range now too. And places like Aldi also sell like the frozen corn products for a lot cheaper. Um, So like a bag of frozen corn mints is so much cheaper than buying, what is mints made out of? Beef? I don't know. You know. Yeah. Meaty mints. (laughs) (laughs) One of my mum's friends, she used to make a bolognese, half meat mints and half veggie mints just to keep costs down for her and her family. So even doing things like that, like buying one pack of meat mints rather than two for your family, those kind of things, like they just make a world of difference. And Yeah, if everyone did that, the difference would be insane. Yeah, there there probably are certain things which are more pricey or whatever. But like you say, there really are ways to do it without spending loads of money. Like even at uni, um, one of my housemates was like a big meat lover, but she ate veggie most of the time just to keep costs down. So I think like if you look at vegan influencers or that kind of thing, like obviously, yeah, the products they're promoting are going to be expensive because they're capitalising off that. And you can get like a load of veg for a lot cheaper than like, I don't even know how much chicken is, but I feel like chicken's quite expensive. I think it is what you make it basically. And then for people who aren't adopting a sustainable diet, I um, like I just asked what other things preventing them. So like I said, when we were talking to Krish, a lot of it is this like guilt about being fussy or putting pressure on other people when you're around theirs and that kind of thing. But like 68% of people just said they like meat too much, which I mean, fair enough. I feel like when people's mindsets are in that way, yeah it's a change of lifestyle yeah some of the other reasons were um a lack of knowledge of alternative meals to cook so I think with things like that like my family panic about it at first my grandparents panic about it and actually you can make every single meal vegetarian yeah like in my household at the moment me and my sister are vegetarian and then the rest of the family eat meat so my stepmom or me when I cook sometimes we just make two separate dishes but we'll have the same thing so bolognese or like a pasta dish or pies or noodles curries like you can make the same base sauces or the same base of a dish but you just use like a meat alternative or you put more veg in um and I think it really just is as simple as that like think about what you'd cook on a daily basis anyway and like take the meat out and just put more veg in or a veggie alternative how have you found it actually like finding alternative meals because like you're not fussy but like well you know what I used to be it's not like I had a massive meal range when I was fully eating meat all the time anyway like I did used to just kind of recycle the same like probably 10 maximum meals Mm. and I actually think I've got a broader range of kind of meal recipes now that I'm kind of thinking more about what I'm eating like I love kind of making it up as I go along anyway like I know what vegetables I like and I know mm. I like the taste of tomato so I love to just throw it all in like tomato sauce <laughs> tomato sauce in a pan and then you know sometimes I'll make it a risotto sometimes I'll make it a pasta dish sometimes I'll make it into a fajita the possibilities mm. really are endless like some, you can make it into a burger burritos like I mean like you said there's just no meal really that you can't make 
vegan or veggie. Like, there just are alternatives. I can't yeah. think of one. Maybe there are some that you just haven't thought of, but honestly, there's not one meal that I can think of that you couldn't make veggie or vegan. And listen, like, I know that there is the reason that I love the taste of meat. Believe me, I know. I love <laughs> bacon. And I fucking used to love a good, like, egg and sausage sandwich, you know? And, like, my McDonald's breakfast that the sausage and egg McMuffin was my dream product. Literally, you know? Um, (laughs) But this is where I think that it's good to do it slowly, right? Like, you don't have to give up all your meat straight away. Like Krish was saying, if we all just did it one day a week, it would go down by like 20%, like the damages that are being done. There's always possible to just do your bit. It doesn't have to be going cold turkey straight away and going cold turkey straight away isn't even the right thing to do anyway. Like, I have such mixed thoughts on the whole veganuary thing because I think it's great because it makes it accessible for people because they're thinking to themselves, oh, it's only for a short while. And then by mm-hmm. the end of that month anyway, they're probably thinking, oh, you know what, this was easier than I thought and then carry on. And there's a lot of, like, publicity around it. So it's, like, pumps out the information in January and, lot, like you said, lots of restaurants make new kind of dishes just for veganuary or whatever Mm. my problem with veganuary is that because a lot of people end up going cold turkey is that sometimes their bodies won't agree with it because it's such a big change Mm. diet and therefore loads of people then have bad experiences and will publicize their bad experiences because they went cold turkey with it so a lot of people will get ill or it just won't agree with them and they'll have to go to the doctors and then like the doctors are like oh no like you need to introduce meat back slowly Mm. and whatnot and that's where a lot of the negative publicity comes from is from yeah. approach it in a bad way so I'm not I'm not saying get rid of veganuary veganuary is great but I don't think veganuary needs to needs to be you going cold turkey necessarily if you think mm. that negatively affects your health I asked like a separate question um for people who have cut down their meat intake or have gone veggie or vegan or whatever and 65% of people felt more healthy but for those that have said that they don't necessarily feel more healthy it's because they're tending to eat more carbs to kind of make up for what they've cut out and people feeling drained because of the lack of protein and like you say I think it is that whole cold turkey and maybe not necessarily researching or not liking the alternative proteins or like not putting in that thought of into their diet which I know I'm guilty of I know sometimes I will be protein deficient because I'm really busy so I'm not planning meals as much I'm not thinking about like what I'm eating as much like it happened a lot at uni like during my revision period where I just eat the same thing for lunch every day because I was going to the library I wanted something quick and I wasn't really thinking about what I was putting into my body so I think in those times it can feel really draining like there are ways around it like you say with iron tablets consciously making an effort to look what protein you can get like you can get iron in certain types of vegetables it's Mm. just you have to very you know if you're in a position like me where you tend to be anemic you have to be so conscious to make sure you're getting those alternatives there are some people who just don't want to be vegan and veggie and they don't even have like a solid reason why and therefore if you don't have a reason why you don't want to be vegan and veggie it's hard to kind of like argue against 
against it because some people just are just very much like nope just not going to do it and it's like okay fine whatever but if you're too scared to even try and be vegan or veggie because you're scared that you can't do it perfectly or because it's expensive or because of what people think you don't want to be difficult and all these things like it just takes a few little google searches to find out that like all these reasons can be very easily remedied there's always going to be people that aren't for something like with everything in life not everyone agrees with everything everyone's doing or every way someone's living their life it's like it's just not going to happen no matter how much is circulated about stuff farming is such a massive industry like that's people's livelihoods it's, it's never going to go away people seem to get really defensive of their diet around me and they'll apologize to me or they'll be like oh like I do have a couple of veggie days a week but I don't do it all the time and I just think you don't have to justify it to me like I don't mind and if you're doing it imperfectly that is great to me because you're putting in the effort sometimes like and you're still semi-conscious of it just because I'm veggie you don't owe me anything I'm not the dictator of people's diets or the ethical dictator like I don't care what you do like just don't tell me what to do and just make sure you're educated about it and just be willing to like make a couple of changes here and there if you have to like our whole family now probably have a couple of veggie meals a week and like my dad jokes around and like complains now and then or whatever but it's been a big change for us as a family and you know like my um my dad had bowel cancer and he even got told at the time like to cut down on red meat and that kind of stuff as well for his health so you know even health wise it's it's definitely worth just keeping an eye on and like that leads into like some of the real positives that people have found since like cutting down on meat or cutting it out completely like people have said that they're happier healthier fitter there's added weight loss to it I've not had that but I do love a carb so you know (laughs) not to be expected cutting out dairy does wonders for your skin yeah um like people's digestive health is a lot better like people have said it's not as difficult as they first thought it would be so that's like literally basically what I've been saying the whole podcast and also like you've said this as oh like encourages you to get more creative when cooking Mm. I definitely agree with that because like I was the same before I went veggie I knew what meals I liked I knew what I could cook and I'd like recycle those um but it just it makes you think of new things to do with food and when I was at uni for weeks I was on a budget like what can I do on a smaller budget or if I splash out a bit like what can I do with this I think we've all been brought up is like your main is a bit of meat and then everything else is like molded around that and it just creates a new way of looking yeah I I get more adventurous now when I go to restaurants because I used to always kind of like choose a dish that I've had before and that I know I like because I'm very much like if I'm spending money on a meal out I better fucking like it yeah but um now that I'm making a conscious decision to try and eat vegetarian or vegan I'll kind of just be like fuck it I'll try the alternative you know like and then it Mm. means I try something different and I'm like oh you know what I fucking love aubergine burgers now (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm literally like I'm so proud of you like for people listening I don't think you understand like Izzy was like a nuggets and toasty gal and you are a little bit still but like literally the other day when you said you liked sweet chili sauce and chili jam I was like (laughs) Oh, <laughs> like yeah it's just so good I'm growing um, up I know I like baby. now as well <laughs> another thing I asked was like what would be the main reason people would 
turn to a plant-based diet or cow meat or whatever and it surprised me I don't know whether because it's the opposite way around of how I came about it but the biggest amount of people by quite a long way said environment yeah I'm not surprised yeah and then the second most popular answer was health right and third was animal welfare it doesn't surprise me that environmentalism is first because that's definitely what first encouraged me to look into it and then I realized about the animals and etc etc so environmentalism for me was definitely my number one reason but what does surprise me is that animal came last because I definitely didn't go veggie or vegan because of my health I wasn't trying to be healthier that wasn't my goal Mm. it just is a byproduct as we know I'm quite an emotional person so I think I do make decisions initially from an emotional standpoint and then like the reason and the rationale behind stuff kind of comes after that so maybe to me that's probably why I thought people mainly do it for animals and also you know like the public and the stigma around it is like oh people are animal lovers they're obsessed with animals like that's why they do this kind of stuff and actually like it just proves that like the main thing now and you know the people who are voting on my Instagram are all pretty much of our generation it makes me proud because it just shows that our generation are now looking more into the environment and can recognize like what the meat industry does to the environment because I think until I became veggie I had no clue like whatsoever like I don't think it was very publicly known. Good to talk about it open the conversations up because then it becomes less embarrassing and less stigmatized. I am one of the tightest people out there when it comes to spending and (laughs) I'm managing to afford it so you know anything is possible yeah literally (laughs) you've got a tight ass and a picky eater and we're doing something so if you do love me love a sausage love a bit of crispy bacon then that's fine too you do what makes you happy preferably help save the environment but no worries if not (laughs) (laughs) you do you (laughs) hun thanks for listening today guys i hope you at least learned something or gained something from us rambling about this if you want to find out more of what we're going to be chatting about and more of what's to come then go and follow us on instagram at name of the game podcast (laughs) 